Welcome everybody, it's Pastor George here at Grace City Church. It's our vision to equip, empower, and encourage emerging leaders. We teach, train, and coach while the Word of God transforms. I'm so elated to take you on a journey into the presence of God. Come on, let's start right now. Welcome everybody, I am so excited about today's episode and I'm excited to share these few moments with you. I don't just say that, but it is really an honor and a privilege for you to listen to our podcast. And I'm so elated to take you on a journey into the presence of God and just know I count it as an honor and a privilege. I hope you have had the opportunity to go listen to our previous podcast. And if you haven't, after this episode, please go back and listen to our previous podcast. We have been talking recently on the practice of fasting, the secret source of power, a secret source of power that many in today's society overlook is fasting. We've been sharing some practical biblical principles that the Lord has given me just throughout the years and and through life experiences and things that I've been taught, along with sharing some of the principles from Jensen Franklin's book entitled Fasting. If you have not bought this book, it is a book worth buying. It's a great resource to have in your library. And I'm excited about today's word as I stated. So let's go ahead and jump into today's lesson. We left off talking about Esau and how Esau gave his birthright to his brother for a bowl of soup. And God had a plan, a a destiny, a will for Esau's life, but his lust for food, and we said your lust for, hit underscore or underline, his love for food and instant gratification was more important. His lust for instant gratification was more important. The writer of Hebrews used strong terms to warn against becoming like Esau. Hebrews 12, 15 through 17. Lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person like Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Again, that's Hebrews 12, 15 through 17. Esau wanted to repent. Esau wanted to take back the decision he made. That moment for instant gratification after that moment was over and Esau came to terms with what he had done. He wanted to take it back. He wanted to repent, but he had willfully given over his birthright. He had willfully basically told God, I don't want this. I don't want to do it. Even when we ended last time, we were talking about the prodigal son and how love sometimes makes you wait and love didn't allow the father to leave the kingdom. But he gave the son his inheritance, which meant when the father died, the son, though the father received him back into his kingdom, had already spent 
his inheritance. The inherited blessing he had already gave it over to riotous living. So you can forfeit the plan and the promise of God by following your lust. There are some decisions you make and following lust and following your craving that you can't alter. Sometimes those decisions involve other people, other people and affect other people. And you can make that decision for that moment and you can't get it back. Some people come back from it. Some people don't. Even when you think about uh, adultery, some people continue the marriage. Some people decide that they don't want to continue the marriage. And so that's a moment in decision that you can lose. You can literally eat yourself out of a house and a home. Literally eat yourself following after, after a desire out of the plan and the promise of God. We can make decisions on a job and sometimes we'll never get that opportunity again at that place because of a decision that we made. We can make a decision in relationships with friendships, with people in general, with family. We can make a decision and sometimes though they're always family, that relationship is never the same because a moment of gratification we wanted to be satisfied for a moment. And though he wanted to repent. Though he begged to repent. Though he cried to repent. He could not get that moment back. Some, when it's done, sometimes it's done. And though people can forgive you. And people will move forward. You will never get that moment back to change that decision. When God delivered the Israelites after 400 years of oppressive slavery in Egypt, millions of Israelites and a mixed multitude of others were miraculously led through the Red Sea on their way to the promised land. God provided for their every need on the, on the journey, even feeding them bread from heaven daily. This manna provided such a perfectly balanced diet that there was no one sick or feeble among them for 40 years with no doctors, drugstores, or hospitals. It filled their bellies and kept their bodies healthy and strong. So here the children of Israel, they've been led out of Egypt. They've been under Egyptian rule and in slavery, oppressive slavery for 400 years. Along with the Israelites, God's chosen people, a mixed multitude of people come out with them as well. And he miraculously allows them to cross through the Red Sea. Behind them is Egypt, it's the soldiers, Pharaoh is death. Before them is the sea. God uses their leader, gives, gives them a strategy with his rod, and God lets them cross on dry ground. And while they are on this journey, he literally provides for them every day. He provides fresh manna. Uh, during the dew, uh, he provides fresh manna 
while they're on this journey. While they're on this journey, they actually experience, have experience with Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh is not just the God that supplies needs. Jehovah Jireh is the God that supplied the need before I knew I had a need. Jehovah Jireh is the God that provides the need before I knew I had a need. Can I share, can I prophesy to you? I want to prophesy that you are having, going to have an experience, an encounter with Jehovah Jireh. He's the one that provided the need before you ever knew you had the need. Before they ever got to the Red Sea, he had already provided the strategy for them to get across. Even when they got across the Red Sea and knew that they were going to need food, he already had provision in the plan. In the promise, there was provision. In the plan, there was provision. In the project, there was provision. I'm speaking to that person that he's giving you a plan. He's taking you out of Egypt, the system of this world. Maybe he's called you off a nine to five, whatever. Maybe he's telling you this is an event I want you to plan. This is the project I want you to do. Whatever it is, he's saying, this is what I called you to. Provision is in the plan if you just stick with God. If you stick with God and you do it God's way, chart your footsteps by God and be determined to do it God's way. Provision is in the plan. Provision was on the journey. Jehovah Jireh was already providing manna before they ever knew that they were going to need manna. Before they ever knew what manna was, he already had the provision for manna in the plan. But along with those Israelites was a mixed of a multitude of mixed people, mixed races, a mixed multitude. Some who believed, some who didn't believe. They just happened to come out with Israel and they just happened to cross the Red Sea with Israel. They, they basically just rolled their coattail into deliverance. Okay, And he miraculously led them through the Red Sea on their way to the promised land. They have an experience with Jehovah Jireh, history with Jehovah Jireh, because he provides manna. He provides what they need. He provides Jehovah Jireh, the God that provides a need before I knew I had a need. He provides my need. I know a lot of people want their desires met. And if you uh, delight yourself in God, he'll give you the desires of your heart. But there comes an experience where he's going to give you what you need. Because everything you desire isn't what God wants for you. Wow, today's word is lit. Our acronym for lit is love ignites truth. This word today being taught in love is igniting the truth of God's word within me. We want you to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. And all you have to do is press one button, subscribe. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor, and immediately be updated anytime there's a new message. 
I want you to feel free to leave a review, rate us, get connected with us so you know what's going on at Grace City. Well, I'm excited to get back into the word and I promise you it's going to be lit. Everything you want isn't what God desires for you at that time. So he supplies their need, but his need, the need he supplied was what they needed. It was beyond what they knew they needed. See, this manna really kept them whole. This manna detoxed them because he knew they would be on a journey. This manna for 40 years kept everyone whole, kept everyone healthy. No one was sick. For 40 years, nobody was sick. For 40 years, nobody needed a doctor. When they stuck with the Lord's provision for 40 years, everyone was healthy. Look at this. However, the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to intense craving. The mixed multitude. Not the chosen people. Not those who the exit, the exodus was for, but the people who just followed their coattail, the people who just so happened to follow the chosen people out of the oppression of slavery from the Egyptian rule, they began to uh, yield to that intense craving. They knew it was against what he was providing, but they began to yield to that intense craving. They begin to give in while they're fasting. Be careful of those mixed multitudes. Number one, be careful of sharing with other people that you're fasting. Because you got to make sure you're not talking to a group of mixed multitudes. Of, 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 of people who don't believe like you believe. Of people who aren't growing in the spirit like you're growing. Because people who aren't growing in the spirit like you're growing will not understand why you're trying to incorporate Fasting into your life. Uh, they will understand these practical biblical principles because they aren't listening. They aren't applying them to their life. They're not the chosen. They're a mixed multitude. And you got to be careful while you're on your 21-day journey for transformation. You got to be careful while you're on your journey to transformation, period, that you don't start talking the language of the people from the mixed multitude. Look what Israel did. The mixed multitude yielded to their craving. So the children of Israel also wept again and said, who will give us meat to eat? The mixed multitude, those people who didn't really believe, those people who weren't strong in faith, those people who weren't the chosen, will start saying, well, I'll do it a little early. Well, it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with enjoying this. It's nothing wrong with experiencing this. It's nothing wrong with a little lust. It's nothing wrong with you following your desire. You were born like this. Uh, this is this is a societal norm. This is what people do. It's just casual. You can get into this. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't be so spiritual that you're no uh, earthly good. Don't be so heavenly that you're no earthly good. You got to be careful of those mixed multitude people that the only reason they're still blessed is because they're riding your coattail. 
that the only reason they're walking in prosperity is because they're connected to the blessing that's on your life. And so when they yielded to the peer pressure, when they yielded to the mixed multitude, the Bible says that they began to weep again, which means they were already crying before. They began to cry again and say, who's going to give us meat? We are tired of bread. We are tired of the Lord's provision. We're tired of just him providing our need. I have a desire. There are some things that I want to do. There are some things that I want. There are some things I want to participate in. I'm tired of God just providing a word for me. And in the word, he's telling me about discipline. In the word, a pastor is telling me about responsibility. In the word, he's telling me about a lifestyle I've got to live, about changing my ways, taking off my fig leaves and showing what I'm working with. I got some stuff I want to get out of my system. I've got some wild oaks that I want to sow. You got to be careful when you start listening to the mixed multitude and you stop adopting, start adopting the language of the mixed multitude. Look what they said. We remember the fish which we ate freely in Egypt. The cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now our whole being is dried up. There was nothing at all except this manna before our eyes. They were in slavery for four hundred years. They were in oppressive slavery for four hundred years. Now, because they want uh, instant gratification, temporary satisfaction, they are contemplating uh, how they would rather go back into bondage just so they can uh, satisfy their belly. Just so they can satisfy King's stomach, their dictator. Their sons, their firstborns died in slavery. We would rather experience our firstborns dying again just so we can have fish. We would rather go back and work all day and all night. Where we came from looks better than where we are now because at least I knew the devil's where I were. I don't want to have to trust God on this journey. I'm tired of trusting him. I'm tired of trying to discipline myself. I'm tired of trying to do right. I would rather go back and live under the bondage of death. I would rather go back just, just to enjoy the fish and the cucumbers. Forget that I was working hard. Forget I was working hard for nothing. Forget I was building a, a, another man's work when God wants to take me to the promised land. I am tired of disciplining my desires. They start lusting after fish, after cucumbers, after onions. And leaks, I'll go back into oppression if it means I get to satisfy my belly. I'll go back into slavery if it means I get to desire, get the desire of my flesh. Not what God wants me to have, not what I need to have. Forget the fact that nobody's been sick. Forget the fact we've all been 
whole and we've been healthy. We're tired of living God's way. We're tired of doing it God's way. I'm tired of living how God wants me to live. I'll go back in the bondage. I'll sell my birthright for soup. I'll eat my way out of the promise for a moment of satisfaction. Numbers 11, 4 through 7 shows us more about the children of Israel listening to that mixed multitude and saying to themselves, I'll go back. I don't have to stay where I am. So God heard their murmuring and complaining. And as any mom can attest, it's just not a good idea to get the cook mad at you. God said, the Lord will give you meat and you shall eat. You don't want to have to go back to Egypt for that. You shall eat not one day, not two days, nor five days, nor 10 days, nor 20 days, but for a whole month until it comes out of your nostril and becomes loathsome to you. Because you have despised the Lord. That's Numbers 11, 18 through 20. He said, you won't eat it one day, two days, three days. I'm going to give you your desire. I'm going to let you have at what you want. But you're going to get it so much, it's going to make you sick. What are you lusting after that God says that's not what you need? It is time for you to discipline your desires through the practice of fasting. I pray the word of God transforms your life like it's doing mine. Could you do me a favor here at Great City? Could you subscribe to our podcast, whether on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor? Leave us a review, rate us, let us know how the Word of God has been impacting your life. Once you subscribe, do me another favor. Send this word to one of your family members, your neighbors, your friends, and even tell your enemy that your deliverance has come. If you'd like to be connected to Grace City Church, please do not be afraid to email us, leave a review on the bottom of our podcast, and let us know that you want to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. God is doing some great things, and he has a great work for us to do, and truth be told, we can't do it without you.